Hey, this guy's podcast over here. How you doing? What's going on? Wow. What's good, man? It is the Fry Guys. What's up, bro? You, oh, no hat today? No, no hat, hats? man. No hat. It's, it's a struggle out here. I, I don't know. I can't put all my hair in my hat no more. Really? And you mean to tell me I have to wear a hat? Yes. <laughs> I'm not used to wearing hats too much. No, no, but you know, I mean, the hair is really growing, bro. It is growing. It's almost, uh, it's probably it's almost like mine with the little bun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, and like, give me, give me one more month with this lockdown. No, it's right. not going to be one more month. Hopefully, not one more month. Hopefully, right? we, don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, we'll see. No, we don't know, but we never can tell because every day there's new developments. Uh, one day the, the president's saying one thing, and, and then Governor Prisker he's saying another thing, and uh, Lori Lightfoot she's saying another thing. And so many people who have got a lot to say. Um, but uh, let me say this. First of all, so glad to uh, see you today and hear you today. Uh, yeah. It is, you know, it goes on. This goes on. The podcast goes on. So yeah. hey, this guy's podcast is, is here. And it's just our COVID, COVID, um, what was the thing? COVID-19? COVID-19 edition. Hey, this guy's podcast. I don't know. I couldn't even think of it. <laughs> Or twenty, yeah, COVID nineteen. Yeah, that that thing, that thing, yeah. COVID nineteen. We're in that era, yes. so that's why we're we're broadcasting. You're broadcasting from uh, your location. I'm broadcasting from my location. Want everybody to say hello to uh, uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. T Rex back here. Yeah, see the T Rex there. He's in the cut. He said in the <laughs> cut. These are some of the things that you do uh, when you're bored out of your wits. And you just, you know, you'd be like, okay. But yeah, so uh, with that being said, it's a new, it's a new era. And I'm going to give a quick um, shout out to Born Rich Apparel. I, I have on um, Born Rich, he's a, he's a local designer in Chicago. Uh, he's got a baby. Can you see the baby? Yeah, I see it from Baby's Kids. It's dope. Little baby, yo. Baby. Yeah. Okay, so this is his whole thing, uh, Born Rich, and uh, I decided, to, I was like, you know what, I'm going to put it on today because it's Saturday. And the weather, what in the world, man? Are you kidding me? I don't know what's going on with our weather, but the snow, I'm not yes. digging it. I'm not digging the COVID-19. You're not digging it, but the snow. No, I'm not. It's like three, we literally had like three seasons within this week alone. We had like a little bit of spring, and then a little bit of like summer fill or fallish fill, and then boom, winter, snow. Like it's it's crazy. And then the 50 car pileup, did you like that whole 50, 70 Dude, car pileup? I can believe that. I saw that, when I saw that on the news, I was like, oh wow. First thing I was, I was like, I hope everybody's okay. Right. Um, Cause you don't wanna, you, I've been in situations where there's uh, certain similar situations, but not yeah. like that. But yeah. man, I know that could be dangerous. And thank God there were like no fatalities. But I saw that. I was like, whoa. Yeah. It was it, it was crazy. Tough. I was like, everybody in a hurry. And I'm like, wait a minute. Yeah. So that that many people on the road, though, how many people are really first thing I thought was like that many people on the road distance. that early? Like, I mean, really, it's a lot of people going to work, right? Like it's a lot of essential workers out there. A lot of know? essential workers, right. <laughs> Tell right. me about it. Um, so man, other than that, um, my Easter, uh, the last time we, we, we did our podcast was the, that whole Easter weekend. Uh, yep. my Easter was, um, it was enjoyable. I got a chance to, we do traditional stuff with the family and, uh, on of mine, she cooked dinner and we had a really good dinner, really good yeah. dinner. 
Um, and she, like, she rolls it out. Like, even after dinner's done, uh, she, she's so creative. She comes up, we have these Easter baskets that all of us get. And in everyone's Easter basket, there's like an egg. There's uh, some Russell Stover's chocolate, you know, that chocolate bunny. Yeah, that's um, dope. Yeah. Yeah, I love chocolate. So we, she does all that kind of stuff, the best of stuff. But, man, she makes the best homemade yeast rolls. Okay. That will okay. melt in your mouth. Like, rolls that, you know, like, with, and then, oh, my God, with butter. Change your whole life. Changes, it's changing our life. But think about it. I've been eating so much. Yeah. I've been eating so much and I'm like, I need to, I don't know what I need to do. I need to be, we need to really get back to normal. Uh, so hopefully we can when we find out uh, if we can all kind of get back to normal. But how have you been? And I see, yeah, I know you need a haircut. No hat, no hat. No, no hat, yes. It's a struggle. Um, As you can yeah. see, it's a struggle. I got yeah. the bun in. But Easter, my, my Easter was still enjoyable at that time. You know, I had the kids, they did a little Easter egg hunt and stuff. So that was fun. We just did it. You guys did that, at, you did that at home? Yeah, we did it at home. We just had, hid eggs around the house, around the house and stuff like that, and had the kids search wow. and find it. So it was fun on that uh, aspect. And then, we, you know, had a little Easter-like meal, you know, a little ham, greens, mac and cheese. So it, it was still a good time. Um, still had a little, little Easter uh, service, too, on top of that, too. A little live stream, Facebook Live. So it was oh, still okay. enjoyable for the time that it was in. So I can't complain. Dude, I mean, everyone was like, everything that was – uh, once traditional became uh, un unconventional. <laughs> yeah. It's like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Um, you know, and everyone watching um, their favorite or their church service worshiping, like you said, um, live stream. It was definitely different. Definitely different. Yeah. Than yeah. yeah. Certainly changed up the game on how we do things. Um, and let me just say, I have not received my stimuli um my stimulus i haven't <laughs> and i think you 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 told me that you yeah i got mine mine yeah, came you, i came earlier this week but yeah, yeah. i did get mine glad so you really I, didn't call me to rub that in though like no i would never do that i never rub glad that you in. didn't no i never put that in on you but hopefully yeah. you'll come you probably got to talk to trump or something to see what's going on i don't know what trump would say right now speaking of trump I'm doing really good. I'm doing good. The American people love me again. They love me again, just like we making America great again. We're going to make you a little happier again. We're going to open up everything. It's time. It's time to do it, ladies and gentlemen. I'm going to open it up quickly because we need to get back to work. There's an election and we just need to do what we have to do. And I hear some people saying, a little bit extra, more money, maybe two thousand dollars. I heard that too. I heard that a little like, rumor around. Do you around like that, Fry guy? Do you like that? Two thousand I mean, dollars. Never gonna complain about new money. I'm never gonna complain about more money, new money. I don't care about all that. I'll take it all. And just in time for the reelection, right? Oh, yes. Perfect timing. Perfect timing. Oh, perfect for timing for Trump. Trump, twenty twenty. Okay, no, but that would be horrible. No, and I don't. I hope that's. I hope that doesn't happen. I really hope that that doesn't happen because, you know, if he gives us some more money, then people are going to be like, oh, my God, forget about it. Man, Trump didn't gave me. And, and you, you mentioned to me, too, that somebody that you know yeah. 
got money and and they got a little bit more. I don't know how they. A few of my so we all know how it goes. Pretty much, you get twelve hundred dollars, and if you got a kid, I think they throw in an additional five hundred dollars. I know somebody was single. Now, I don't know how this person's taxes are or something like that, but I did see that they said they got they got it like they claimed the kid already. So, but I, I mean, that's Whoa. not the only person. It was a few people I, mean, I heard that got a little extra in they like more than what they was supposed to be given. And they they loving it. I've been seeing social media, and I know they've been joking, but really like really supporting Trump on a certain like extent, like oh yeah, you know, just oh some light joking stuff. But I don't know how serious it is, but yeah, it, it's something something to look at. They love me. They love me, Frank guy. They love me. They love. That's how Trump. they feel. They're gonna be calling my name, Trump, Trump, Trump the president. <laughs> They're gonna be chanting for him. You know what I'm saying? Oh my goodness! That's how it is this now. So yeah. Oh Lord, and you know some people still haven't gotten their uh, stimulus money yet. Uh, Correct. I've heard there was some situations where some banks uh, were not giving up the money, or they had a a lockdown on the money or you know, people have freezing people's money in a time like this. But the whole, the bottom line is, you know, are we leveling the curve? Right. Uh, have we done it? Um, because now there are some people that are, some, some states are going to be opening up quicker than others. Yes. Whereas yeah. Illinois and all this, which brings me to what's cooking. What's all cooking right. Friday? So Whoa. here is what's cooking right now. The first thing's up, like you said before, the stimulus checks are in. They have hit USA this week. If you haven't got it, you need to talk to Trump, just like you, my man Stone. You probably got to talk to me. Stone. I'm here. Call me. But for these people who have been getting stimulus checks, they're supposed to use this on bills and, you know, kind of save it. And, and they said it's supposed to last between eight to 10 weeks for you. They're hoping that this, supposed to, this money's supposed to last for that long. However, guess how much, like, Guess what people are spending this money on? It's been an article out. It's been four things that people have been blowing the stimulus check money on. Can you guess what any of these four things are? Um, yes. Um, food. Uh, food. <laughs> food and um, PPE. <laughs> so, so here it is. Believe it or not, you would think that's what they should spend it on if it's not on their bills and utilities. But here are the four things. Number one is sex toys. No, I'm not making this up. Sex toys is one. Another one is a stripper pole. Stripper pole. Wait. Number, yes. I don't, Go ahead. I don't believe this. Where, where, <laughs> this is a Wait. New York Post article. New York Post article put this out. New York. That people yeah. are blowing their checks on, on stripper poles sex toys, guns, and something that's been real popular out Netflix right now, you won't believe this, baby tigers. I'm done. Trying to be like, uh, what's the Tiger King? Tiger King Joe, the tiger. Yeah. I love tigers. Um, you know, you just amazed me with that list. Whoa. Man. That I couldn't is believe something, in dude. Wait, but sex toys? Well, because like, everybody well, you know, you know I mean, when you got all this time on your hands, I mean, I mean <laughs> you got more time on your hands. So it's never one of those situations now where it's like, you know, I got a headache or, you know, it, it, it can't be that anymore. And it can't be anything like um, you're not at home mm -hmm. because in reality, you are at home. So it can't be anything like that. So it, I, I could see, I could see that. I can really see that, but I've, I'm somewhat shocked that that's like 
Whoa. You got this money. You blowing all, you blowing it on that stuff. Like a, a baby tiger? Baby tigers? Right now, now? to be honest with you, <laughs> I would like a baby tiger. I, I you would, know what? I, I they said it's it. only $2,000 for a baby tiger. So that's people, when they know it was that expensive, people were taking that it. money and blowing it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you, but I would, I would want to have it in an environment where this tiger can still be able to roam and do things you know i would need space for this tiger but yeah right. I, I would love a baby tiger um i would like um, to be honest with you i would love a baby lion a lion i would like a lion better than the tiger lions are bigger than tigers <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then another so another thing that's coming wait up i still can't get over this you list know, right? of yours yes i'm not making this up research the new york post is four things that people have been blowing this money on and i'm thinking it would have been like food like you thought like you know what I'm saying? Making food, your bills, you know, PPE, yeah. personal, you know. And, and, but no, those are the four things. So check it out. If you Google, you type in four things people spend their money on, top thing will come up there. New York Post would say that right away. Got an article on what people are spending their money on. It, it's let me, crazy. Let, 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 let me tell you something. Me, I would be buying so much PPE. It would, you wouldn't be, I would be buying it all. I would need, I would be buying masks. I would yes. be buying extra uh, latex gloves. I would even invest sanitizer, in somebody's white. Uh, yes, yeah, sanitizer wipes because you can't find a uh, you can't find a, a, any Clorox wipes anywhere. No and way. I was going to ask you, do you have any extra at your house? Do you have? I don't have any? no extra right now. We get lucky enough to find what we can. Like it, we just go to we go to these actually small grocery stores around Bali, more like not the big chains. We got to go to those just to hope to find something. We got to go early just to find What time something. do you go? What time do you go? Because by the time I get there, they're looking at me like, why are you asking where something is? Why, why? Like, they got this to... dirty look on their face. Like, yeah. why are you even asking? Like, I'm like, because yeah, I need They looking at you like you crazy. I mean, I have yeah. to get up early. Like, I'm getting up at like 7 in the morning. I'm probably out in that grocery store about 8 o'clock. Like, what? Yeah, got to get there early. Whoa. You got to get there during those senior times. You got to get there during yeah. those times. See the fry guy, you have a plan, and you're you're really you know you're very organized, so that doesn't I'm not I'm not surprised about that. Wow, so yeah, that's really surprising. Oh. So yeah, that's one. So then next up coming up, obviously the biggest news that's been happening: the governor did announce that the academic school year in person is now yeah. going to be officially closed this year. So that's, that's not going to happen. It's going to be a lot of unprecedented. It's so unprecedented, I think, because uh, I mean, we've never, we've never, because you remember, school let out and they stopped the students from going in March. So yes. here you get March, March, April, May, June. Yes, yeah. you've been doing, they've been having some online learning going on, but whoa, bro, I, I can't imagine. And my heart goes out to all of those graduates who will be graduating this year yes. from eighth grade or from high school, the ones who are trying to go on prom, bro, bro prom season. Uh. Brandon, I, I went yes. on seven proms. I have a nephew who I, was about to, I have a nephew who's about to go on prom, who's supposed to go on prom this year, and it looked like it's not happening now. So it, it, it's crazy. My heart goes like, out to him. I don't yeah. understand. Can you imagine not being able to pick up your date? You know, yeah. not going to her house, not having everybody meet you on out front, trying to size you up to see who in the world, who is this, who are you taking? You taking my niece out? You taking my daughter? Um, it is a. I, Look, I don't know. I just know what you just mentioned. This is yeah. this is not good. Yeah, and it, and it's crazy too, just because of the fact, like, you, you think of all these kids too that just been like locked up and like just in these houses and stuff like that, couldn't interact with their friends and stuff like that. Like, I got a yeah. little one. He's he's like, come on, I need to go outside. And he 
he gets so excited for these they do in the zoom meetings with the students and everybody's talking i mean that helps a little bit but it it makes him miss his classmates more like oh i want to go play with him i want to go play with them i want to have you know like play dates and you can't do any of that now so i mean that's kind of the downfall in it but i mean like you said before i'm like I go out to all those essential workers who like busting their butt doing all the work. Uh, you know, got all those teachers out there and everybody with yeah. the CPS and stuff. So yeah, my heart yeah. like goes out to all of them. They, they're working really hard. They're working really hard. And and of course, um, so with you, and that's something too, to be able to, and with your little one, to be able yes. to even explain to him. Uh, and I know this is difficult. This is a different, yeah. this is a different time. It's a different element. You're experiencing it, he's experiencing it. Uh, the next door neighbor is experiencing it in some kind of way. It's so crazy, but not to have to the end of the school year. But you know what? I'm going to be honest with you. If the governor says that this is for the safety, and he did mention uh, from what the scientists have said, yes. uh, scientists said that this is a good thing that we do this. Yes. Yes. This is what I heard come out of the Governor Pritzker's mouth. And so, I mean, he's been uh, up front and he's been thorough, I think, up until now. So yes. I would say that if he if he believes this, then this may be really a good um, a good thing for for to happen until at least because I understand that we haven't really even peaked yet. I, no. I hear that Illinois, like we haven't even peaked. Yeah, we still supposed to be a, uh, approaching that peak time from really when this stuff is about to hit. So, but I mean, like I mean, just like you said before, like big ups goes to like the governor and the mayor. I got to give them credit, man. They've been really just keeping us informed and in tune more than I really expected. So I, I really got to give that to them. They really have came in here, especially after they won their elections and stuff like that. And they've been making their name known here. So, I mean, yeah. it's really a good and thing on this. I got to give them kudos. And yeah, kudos. And, and remember, they didn't know this thing was going to happen. They never right. saw this. It wasn't like they were going to get off and say, like, hey, this is what's going to happen. Now, yeah. uh, on the switch side of that, in D.C., uh, the federal government uh, had Apple enough time to respond in a different way than how they responded, I believe, in the beginning. And Trump is going to say, uh, as soon as I found out, I cut off all trips to China. Yep. In, in, no, no, but listen, bro, before then, when there were memos that were leaked uh, and that they said that, that people were, were informing you that, and they, that yep. there, there could be a pandemic on the rise and that this yep. thing can cost billions of dollars. And, 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 the, and the government responds and so he's going to let you know because it is an election year still. It's an election yes. year. He's giving us money, right? But he's still yes. going to let you know, yeah, we, I responded and this is what we're doing. And now it's down and we're going to be able to open, reopen again. But it's still a lot of smoke and mirrors because they could have responded a little sooner. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So, yeah, I mean, right. They, from what you just said before, they rumors would have it that they found this out well before this time hit. So the fact that now you want to react to it, it does kind of ring a little red flag in there regardless of what you're doing now. So I, I definitely agree with you on that. You mentioned earlier too, Stone, that obviously DC kind of reacted a little bit late. Chicago's been doing the best they can. LA has already made their announcement too. And the LA mayor did say that concerts and sporting events are restricted, are banned pretty much in their pretty much city and state until 2021. So that wow. that's something big that's big i mean this is la this is like what the second biggest market nothing yeah. going down there at all ah oh, wow that's that's something big yeah so it's yeah. city yeah that's big that's big for a guy huge um, and that, you can that see a lot yeah because yeah. i mean that's just so if, even if the lakers were to play 
and right. go to the championship. They weren't going to, they're not going to be playing in LA. They're going to right. have to find it. And which now I understand that there are some, there could be some things happening where Kings will be playing other places, you know, maybe mm -hmm. for championships or for playoffs. I've heard it. I've heard it kind of like mentioned. Uh, I yes. don't know. I don't know yes. though. The crazy thing too is like now with that not happening, obviously NBA don't even know if they're going to resume like you said before. So obviously if they do resume, I mean, they can't play in Los Angeles right now. So where would they be? Like uh, just to mention WWE, which is, you know what I'm saying? Wrestling. They already got deemed that they can do all their stuff in Florida because they got deemed by the state of Florida as an essential business. So they can bring all this stuff, obviously with no fans, but they can go ahead and take their shows there and air it on TV. So maybe, something like that would happen for the rest of these sports leagues, something to look at, maybe have a neutral site, maybe a Florida or whatever, and just put it there and just do it with no fans and air it on TV. Yes. Yeah, so that's everything that's what's cooking right now. Uh, that's a lot cooking, man. Um, and, you know, just mentioning and talking about sports and how, you know, the, the life of sports uh, in, in the COVID cycle. I mean, it, it's crazy, even when you watch ESPN. Uh, and speaking yeah. of which, you know, there's a huge uh, ESPN. Uh, uh, I mean, you already know what's happening. It's the I last can't wait. Year. I already know. So we've I been waiting wait. for this for like months, and I don't know, we've talked about it. Uh, we've been waiting on it for months and months and months, the last dance. Um, and right now, the Chicago Bulls, as we know it, have made a lot of changes. And we know yes, that yeah. uh, Garth Warman is gone. Yes. Uh, we know that according, and I think you mentioned this, and I think you can explain a little bit. Uh, we understand that Scottie Pippen was fired. What happened? Yes. So, so here's the thing. So obviously this last dance thing is going to be huge. It's going to really dig in deep of that last year for the Bulls. Scottie Pippen, who's obviously the second greatest player of that whole era of that time for the Chicago Bulls, he's actually was currently an ambassador for the Bulls. Now he obviously does work for ESPN too as well. So apparently what he asked for was they said he asked for a little bit more money but they said well if you want more money we're going to need more responsibility from you and he pretty much said uh i don't know if i can do that so because he got his job with espn so they had to let him go oh scotty scotty's always Green. asking for some more money scotty's oh, yeah. never i'm gonna tell you i remember back in the day when scotty felt like he wasn't getting paid and i mean to be to, i mean to his credit he really wasn't being paid at that particular time that a lot of players and uh, that were actually playing his position, and, and especially him being, you know, like the number two guy was, you know, he wasn't really getting paid. We know that, but you know, right. Scotty, you know, Scotty wants to get paid, man. Scotty needs yeah, that money. Scotty needs money, and maybe, maybe it's a level of respect and stuff like that. Scotty yeah. did end with a parting shot, and he said, uh, "Quoted, he was like, I like to be associated with winning." So Whoa. he did say that as a little shot towards, you know, the Chicago Bulls or whatever like that. I mean, and. And we, we said this before, man, like Jerry Reinsdorf, man, he looks out for his own. I mean, he had Scotty as an ambassador for quite a while. And yeah. this report didn't get leaked. He actually got fired in February. Here it is now. We're, what, in April now, almost the end of April. Yeah. And it's finally got announced like that. So I guess yeah. the Bulls are going to be looking for a new ambassador. But it really digs well, deep about what the Bulls are going to be doing for this last dance. I think it kind of makes sense, though, now. Like you said, they have, uh, you know, they have new leadership. Uh, yes. It's not the same. Uh, Paxson, uh, Foreman, and just kind of finding out too through some of the uh, some of the people in Chicago, some people that really know uh, behind the scenes that you know Paxson was one down for a long time. Yeah, uh, he went to them and it was like, look, I can't do this no more. I'm done. Like you know, yeah. and 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 um, and uh, you know, to Paxson's credit, I remember Paxson as a player. 
And I remember right. the, the, the 91 series, you know, um, uh, the crucial the crucial play when Paxton came in. And uh, he was a great contributor to the Chicago Bulls. He was, was a great player. But then, you know, that front office, sometimes making that transition, you don't always know what's going to happen. But when he made the transition and when he became general manager, I mean, he had a lot of great draft picks underneath his belt. And we were talking there. about that. Joe King, yeah. Noah, Derrick Rose. Yeah. Jimmy Butler was a late Jimmy round Butler. pick. You got to give him that. I mean, one thing yeah. I can say about Paxson, and, and we talked about this before, Paxson can draft. Like, he, he, he didn't – I mean, you're going to have misses along the way, but he can draft. Now, people say, well, it, it was very easy to draft Derrick Rose. He was the number one pick. But at that time, you got to remember, it was between Derrick Rose and Michael Beasley. Michael Beasley wasn't no bum coming in either. And actually, he fit what the Bulls needed at that time. And Paxton made the right decision by drafting Derrick Rose. So, I mean, yeah. that kind of um, kept that franchise going. MVP, youngest MVP still to this day. So, um, yeah, yeah, it's just about development. Maybe it's just that time. Yeah, I agree with that. And uh, great move with D-Rose, Chicago's own. Um, and to draft him right here, you know, for, I mean, we saw, you know, Derrick Rose from all the way from uh, – uh, Simeon, you know, from, yep. you know, you know, to, 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 and I wrote, Derek went to what, Memphis? He went to what, Memphis State? Memphis, and, uh, Memphis yeah, he went to Memphis, Memphis University, yeah. And then uh, Memphis, and then, you know, then coming to the NBA and then being drafted, I think it's a, it's a dream come true, especially if you're a Chicago uh, young kid from the South Side. But here's the thing that I, I, I can tell you about, and we're going to kind of talk a little bit more about this dance, um, uh, and I, and I, and I, because this last dance I remember living it. And seeing it, and, and I remember that's why I really can't wait because there's going to be some things in here that I that are going to come out that we're always kind of kind of thought about, but really didn't yeah. know. Getting talking about Paxson now uh, on his coaches, he had some good and bad coaches. I mean, Vinny Del Negro was a coach. I remember Vinny Del Negro, uh, but he had a really good percentage winning percentage. He got us to the playoffs. I remember him. Uh, I mean, Scott Scowls, right? Yeah, uh, Scott Tom Scowls. Thibodeau, yeah. Uh, all these guys, you know, this was all Paxson's, you know. Um, but if you had to, you know, you got Paxson and then you got the last dance where we're talking about Jerry Krause, uh, the yeah. Hall of Famer, uh, who actually, uh, I mean, think about it, those rosters of those Bulls championships, you either loved Jerry Krause or you hated Jerry Krause. A yeah. very controversial figure. People would say this about him. Some people would say this about him. But altogether, I mean, that to be able to put together that team, uh, you know, with with Michael and Scotty and the trade for Scotty uh, from yeah. Polonice back in the day. It was a lot going on there, uh, but um, here you got, you know, two guys. And uh, I say this, we still don't have any more championships since Jordan. Um, right. and, and I think that's what the Bulls are kind of like starving for and waiting for. And hopefully, uh, Fry Guy, with this new uh, with this new front office and, and this new general manager, we'll see. What do you think? Do you think that um, – because I've been talking to some people, they feel like this is a good thing. Uh, at first, yeah. I was like – some people really feel like sometimes it's good for a shakeup. Yeah. I, it's very different than what they normally go with. They normally – you know, so I like that. They, they went outside the organization. They got a guy with – obviously, NBA is really international. They got a guy with a lot of international ties and got a lot of connections. The people that they interviewing, I'm kind of getting excited about. I, I heard they – interviewed uh, Chicago's own Michael Finley for a GM position. He's working for the Dallas Mavericks. Not saying he got it yet, but he's one of the people they're interviewing. I've been hearing rumors that they was talking about coaching-wise. If Hopefully Jim Bowen don't stay. But Archie Griffin, who was the assistant coach to yeah. Tom Thibodeau, played with the yeah. uh, Bulls in the Derrick Rose era. And right now he won a championship last year. He was an assistant coach. He's the lead assistant coach for the Toronto Raptors. So 
he, he brings a lot of resume in there. And I'm, I'm kind of getting excited. I like the moves. I, I know the people around. We'll Stop. see, though. We'll see. Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. Stop. Because, I mean, you, I'm trying to – you got me. I'm excited. I'm excited, right. too. But I'm like, let me just stop. I'm going to have to stop myself, right? Just stop. <laughs> I mean, because we will see. We'll see. We'll see. We just got to get back to normalcy with sports, period. But um, I'm really looking forward to ESPN's this documentary, uh, The Last Dance. I've been talking about it for, uh, oh, my God, I've been talking about it for, like, the last eight months. I remember hearing about it and and just kind of promoting it and promoting it. Um, Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, Coach Phil Jackson. Jerry oh Krause, who we talked about, that whole star lineup. Yes. Uh, Jerry Reinsdorf, because I, I saw a clip of Jerry Reinsdorf kind of explaining, and this is when Michael had gotten hurt, and they were talking about the chances of Mike returning, uh, yeah. what the doctors uh, were saying. And, and Reinsdorf, I had never – like, wow, this is – I had yeah. never saw him like that. Yeah. Candy yeah. talking yeah. about him, and I'm like, wow, they had this conversation? Him and right. Mike? And then what Mike eventually said, what, how he was going to go with it, I yes. do. I can't wait. Like I, can't I said, wait. the last dance tomorrow. I remember that whole season. I remember 1998 like it was yesterday. Uh, I remember actually going to uh, see one of those games in the finals with the Utah Jazz. I remember Carl Malone, the mailman. I remember this was the second time around that we played these guys who were the Western Conference champions. And, yes, they were so good that they got back there again. But we were so good uh, that we had the right stuff that we got back there again, too. And we always knew. And I think this was this is with anyone that can kind of go back at that time. Remember, if, if, Michael, if Michael had the ball, if Mike had an opportunity, you knew that you could be down 20. Yeah. It, you know, that Michael was just going to come and kind of wheel his way in a win with the Chicago Bulls. And that's what they did. Uh, they Psychologically, they beat the Utah Jazz. They beat them yeah. down. And just in their minds, like, I'm sure in the, in the Jazz's minds were saying, oh, my God, especially that game six when they went to that, that shot over Byron Russell, when, when they were – the fans were probably saying, oh, my God, is this it again? Mm-hmm. Is it – are we about to be done again? Right. Like, but, it was amazing, bro, um, but I, I, I can't wait. Brandon, um, this is going to be something. This, how many parts is it to the series? I think it's a six part. I know they're going to do is two it episodes. Six or ten? Yeah, six I, th- or ten. You know, I think it's ten. I think, I, I'm not too sure. It's either six or ten. I think it's ten, but they're doing two episodes. Uh, I know they're doing two episodes, so it's going to be a two-hour premiere. So they're already going to have two episodes, that first one. So I, I can't wait. I can't wait. And it's rumored too that they got an episode called like Isaiah or something like that too, which is even which is kind of interesting too. So I, I I can't wait. I saw something really interesting on NBA TV. They were uh, it was they were talking about Reggie Miller, and I remember uh-huh. the Reggie Miller days. When Reggie Miller was drafted, I believe in '87 uh, uh, under Bill Walsh with the Indiana Pacers, and and uh, he came into the league, and of course. Um, they they were talking about his rivalry between, of course, you know, the New York rivalry, even doing Patrick Ewing at that time and and, uh, John Starks and that crew, and then him with even Spike Lee on the bench. But but they were talking about him and Jordan. And so it was amazing because Reggie said he never said anything to Jordan on the court and Jordan never said anything to him on the court. I thought that was like crazy. He said he he had so much admiration for Jordan. He said coming into the league, he said that, he had the respect 
of Jordan, and he said that all he wanted to do was learn and watch mm. this guy so that when he has opportunity, and the only time, it's amazing, that they ever met each other, and I remember this, was in the playoffs that one time the Indiana Pacers met the Bulls. Oh, and yeah. It went, it went game, it went all the way to game seven, bro. I remember, I, I remember that. Finals. I do remember that. That was yes. the only team that I remember that really, see, like I said, I remember, I'm a little bit older, so I do remember the last three years of the three P. So, you know, the 96, 97, 98. But I remember the toughest team out of all of them to me, even though Utah came and did all this stuff, was to me the Indiana Pacers because they took them to game seven. I remember they that. Did. And that, I, was, that was the only team that I was nervous about. Amazing I game. I remember it like it was yesterday. Amazing game. We lost game six in Indiana. Yeah. Larry, because he, oh my God, Reggie pushed off, had a great, pushed off, yeah. had a great look, and hit the, and it was done. Okay. Uh, Pandemonium. Yep. Then we come back, game seven. Uh, Tony Kukoc stepped up big. We needed him. We needed yeah. Tony Kukoc. He was our big difference in winning that game. But Larry Bird had the look on his face. Larry Bird, the Hall of Famer, the great, was coaching the Indiana Pacers. Yeah, coach, look, that he was the look on his face. You can Google it. It was like, oh my God, Larry Bird just had a stoic look. Like he could just like he was just like a like a train, just <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like a train. It was nuts. Yeah. It was just nuts. Um, <laughs> Oh my God, Fry Guy, you know, we could go on and on and on. Can't wait uh, until tomorrow, like you said, uh, the last dance. Um, we want everybody, though, to subscribe uh, to hey, this guy's podcast on Apple and Spotify and all streaming platforms. Tell your mother, tell your mother's mother, tell your mother's friends, your dad, everyone. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. And that's going to do it. Hey, man, uh, talk back with you again next week. Right? Yep. Yeah, next week. All right, take care. Over and out. This guy's podcast. We're done.